So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's Parakid Aleph, Pasakid Aleph, the learning tonight should be as Chosi Linishmas and Bechiyam Achel Ben Asher, and Yechaskal Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as Chos for Fushlema from Moshe Ben Miriam. So we learned previously that David commands Uriah to go home and be with his wife. Uriah disobeys and spends the night in the palace. David again tells Uriah to go home, and now Uriah responds. So Pasakid Aleph, Ayyem Uriel David. So Uriah says to David, Ha'aron v'Yisrael v'Yehudi Yoshim Basukais. The Aaron, Klai Yisrael, and Shevet Yehuda are dwelling in tents. V'adoni Yoyav v'Avdi Adoni Alpnei Asadachoyne. And Yoyav and the other servants of your master, the other soldiers, are camped out in the field. V'ani Avayel v'Isi Lecho v'Lishtois. And I should go home and to my house and eat and drink v'Lishka v'Mishti and be with my wife. Chayecha. I swear by your life, v'chei Nafshachan, by the life of your soul, Imer says Adavar Azad that I will do no such thing. So Uriah responds to David that it's inappropriate for me to go home and enjoy myself, to eat, drink, be with my wife, while the rest of Klai Yisrael is out fighting the battle. And the Malbim explains that Uriah's two points here are, number one, the Arun is, out in a, is not in its resting spot. It's out dwelling in a tent, out by the battle. And Yoyav and the other soldiers are completely exposed to the elements. They don't even have tents. They are completely exposed. It's hot by day. It's cold by night. And so they're completely unprotected. And with all that going on, how is it appropriate for me to go home and be with my wife? So he disobeys David's direct order. And based on this passage, the Gemara in Shabbos tells us that Uriah was Chayef Misa because he was a married Bamalchus. And that's why David was not Oiver Ritzicha for having Uriah killed, which we'll see he does have Uriah killed, because Uriah was Chayef Misa for being a married Bamalchus. Now, there's two aspects of Uriah being a Mar Bamachus in this Pasuk, besides the fact that he disobeys David, in addition, he refers to Yoyav as Adoni Yoyav, instead of calling him, uh, as the Maral says, that Uriah should have referred to him, because really Yoyav is his commanding officer, so he, he should have called him Adoni Yoyav, but he should have said, Avdecha, your servant Adoni Yoyav. In the presence of the king, it's inappropriate to refer to anyone else as your master, uh, in front of the king, and so that also is another aspect of being married Bamalchus, in addition to the disobeying of David's order. And the Maral adds that although David is justified in this remark of Adoni Yoyav as a reason to condemn Uriah to death, but David would not have been as makbid on his covet for something which seems so trivial, if not for the fact that he had a, another ulterior motive to cover up his union with Bathsheba. And this is why the Gemara criticizes David for having Uriah killed, because the Gemara in Shabbos there says that David should have had Uriah judged by the Sanhedrin, even though the king definitely has the ability to put someone to death who's married by Malchus. But in this case, because he was with Bathsheba and he was sort of a Negea Bedover, he should have had Uriah judged by the Sanhedrin as opposed to doing it himself. The fact that he did it himself was really showed that it wasn't for the honor of the Malchus, but rather it was really to prevent his relationship with Bathsheba becoming public knowledge. And so therefore, he was. Uh, the, that's why the Gemara criticizes David for having Uriah put to death. But the actual having Uriah put to death was not an act of Ritzicha. The art scroll brings down another aspect of why Uriah was in Mori B'Malchus, is that he's sort of giving an implied teichacha to David. He's giving Musa to David. He's saying, look, I, Uriah, have the decency not to enjoy myself when the people are out in the field and in danger, and yet you, David, you're, uh, you want me to go home and, and uh, basically have fun and enjoy myself. That's an inappropriate thing to do. Like, you, 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 you don't get it. I get it. And so that implied rebuke is also another aspect of being a married b'malchus. Sefer Amasakar says that David repeated himself in Pasuk Yud 
because it was possible that Uriah didn't fully understand what David wanted from him earlier when David made his first request for him to go home. And it's possible also that Uriah didn't intend to disobey. So therefore, David repeated his request to Uriah in Pasuk Yod to say, this is my command, I want you to go home. Now in Pasuk Yod Aleph, when Uriah disobeys outright and explains to David, no, I fully understand what you're saying, but I'm telling you I am going to disobey you and I swear on your life that I'm not going to do it, showed that he fully understood what David wanted and he still decided to disobey. So based on this second um, response from Uriah, now David felt justified in having Uriah put to death as a married b'machas because clearly Uriah understood his actions and knew what he was doing and therefore was responsible to answer for them. Now the Gemara in Shabbos, when it discusses Uriah being married b'machas, Rashi there only brings down the fact that Uriah accepted Yoyov as his master in front of David by referring to Yoyov as a doini. Rashi doesn't mention about the fact that David disobeyed. So Reb Tzvi Wolf explains that the reason is that David understood all along. He knew previous to this Misa that Uriah was a married b'machas and that Uriah accepted upon himself that he would listen and follow Yoyov, whatever Yoyov told him, and he disregarded David. So he already had a din of a married b'machas before this. And since David knew that, so therefore David took Bathsheba as his wife because he knew already Uriah had a din of a married b'machas. But now he needs to show everybody that Uriah is a married b'machas. And so now when he has the opportunity, when he commands Uriah to go home and Uriah refuses twice, it's clear to everybody that Uriah is a married now David can have Uriah put to death. But Uriah, he didn't have Uriah put to death before this because only he understood that Uriah was married b'machas, but it wasn't apparent to everybody. And if he would have Uriah put to death and then take Bathsheba as his wife, there would be a, a, people would be up in arms. You killed someone to take his wife? What a Russia you are. So therefore, Uriah, he, uh, um, uh, David waited until Uriah showed his married b'machas uh, attitude to everybody. And that's why, says Red Sri Wolf, Rashi only mentions about the fact that he refers to Yoyav as Adoni, because really this whole Misa and this whole deserving of death stems from the fact that Uriah accepted Yoyav as his leader and disregarded David. There's one more aspect here that we have to discuss, which is the Gemara in Erevin on Daf Samachim Lamed tells us, learns from Yoshua that Yoshua had no children. The Gemara says he was punished because he kept the Aaron by Yerichai out, and as long as the Aaron is out, Klai Yisrael is not allowed to be with their wives. And as a result, because he prevented Klai Yisrael from engaging in Perivirivya, he was punished that he didn't have any children. It would seem here that Uriah is right based on that Gemara, because he says here if the Aaron is out on the battlefield, not in its proper place, in its resting place, then Klai Yisrael is Asur and Batashmish, so therefore Uriah should not go home and be with his wife. So the Malbim explains that that's not correct because there were two Aroinois, and that is something that we talked about a year going way back to Shmuel Aleph, Perak Dalit, Pasek Dalit, where we talked about the fact that there were really two Aroinois. There was one Aron that had the regular Luchos, and one Aron that had the broken set of Luchos. One Aron would remain at all times in the Kaidish Kadashim, and one Aron would go out with Klai Yisrael to battle. And so it was the second Aron that went out to battle. That Aron, when that Aron was out in battle, there was not a, there was no din of Asur and Betashmish. And so therefore, that's why he was wrong. Uh, that's why Uriah was wrong, and Uriah should have listened to, um, to David.